Welcome to the Stella Singers Podcast, a place for singers to talk through their challenges together. I'm Jeff Wartman, and helping me talk through my issues once again, as usual, Ray Emma Sapiano. Can, is it okay if we clap ourselves? Uh, I don't think it's <laughs> no, I don't think it's done. <laughs> How are your gigs on the weekend? Oh, look, I, I had some really good gigs on the weekend. Yeah. So my but my my first gig, the first gig that I had on Friday night was um, I was playing in in a, a nightclub. Ooh. which I haven't done for quite a while. It was a really late start. And I reckon after the first set, I went, God, I'd usually be finishing right now. <laughs> How am I going to keep going? It was so loud. Like the DJ came oh. on and like he was playing great music and everything, but I, it made me feel really old. I thought, what... What am I doing taking a gig? And you got starts? tinnitus the next morning and <laughs> yeah, you wake pretty up. Pretty much. But you, have you ever had one of those gigs though where it's so loud, um, then you, you have some friends come to the gig and you're like, oh, what'd you think of the gig? And they're like, oh, Scott, I couldn't hear you singing at all because it was so loud. And you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I just spent three hours singing. I might, I might as well have just lip synced. Like nobody yeah. heard a word I was saying. That's the yeah. worst feeling. It is, isn't it? Well, we, we, um, we had some of our usual group that come to see us, which is so beautiful, like to get that sort of support. And they st- stayed for the first set and they said, oh, you guys are great, but boy, it's so loud in here. And they all left. <laughs> Sounds like an assault. <laughs> My my ears were bleeding. <laughs> it was so loud. <laughs> we had a gig uh, out in the suburbs. Yeah. And um, there was a guy in the front row that was sort of a fellow muso that we knew, Warren yeah. B. Yeah. And um, we said to him, uh, well, Waza, what song would you like to hear? And jokingly, yeah. he suggested what is probably the most cliche cover band song of all time. <laughs> it wasn't Horses, was it? Well, no, not Horses. <laughs> Close. You have another go? Oh, I don't know. Not I Summer of 69? Yeah, it could be Summer of 69. No, it wasn't that. No? No, probably... It's got to be the most the most requested, and there was um a bunch of the Cheltenham hockey team, yeah, <laughs> women's hockey team was having their breakup I don't know, <laughs> night there, and as soon as they heard him request it, which was um Jesse's girl, Jesse's girl, yeah. yes, that was my next guess. What were you gonna say? K San, K San, yeah, no, K San. No, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> And of course, once they got wind of it, they go, yeah, you got to play Jesse's girl, you got to play Jesse's girl. <laughs> Did and you do it? But the bass player starts playing a couple of notes. <laughs> Jesse was a friend. And then it's like, are we doing it? I don't know. I think we're doing it. Yeah, and it was no fully committed yet. It. Yeah. <laughs> we did the whole bloody thing. Yeah. And did they? Did it just go off? They oh, would have it went loved off. it. The biggest song I know, of the night, isn't yeah. it? It's it's That's those, always the way. It's those cringy songs that sometimes we're so used to playing so often. You go, oh no, but they love it. They people love it. And, What's that and, song for you? Oh god. Well, I mean, I I think I, I I always have to do horses. There's always somebody that shouts out, particularly at the end of the night, play horses. <laughs> Oh, imagine how Daryl feels. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, yeah, he's he's done really well out of it. But um, I didn't realise it was actually Ricky Lee Jones that wrote Horses. Yeah, I knew it wasn't a Daryl, yeah. Yeah, see, I, I don't know. I, yeah, for some reason, always just pre- presumed it belonged to yeah. Daryl. But, um, yeah. You know, another show that today's sort of inspired today's episode is mm. Hugh Sheridan's done this Neil Diamond show, yeah, which I think is yeah. called Solitary Man. Yes. I haven't yeah. seen it, but. Everybody's yeah. talking about it. Yeah. And I only knew him as a soapy actor from um, yeah. Pack to the Rafters, I mm-hmm. think it was. And he follows in a long line of soapy actors that have, yeah, that you know, have... crossed over into music. Yeah. Because I think in that 70s band Player, who mm-hmm. did that song, Baby Come Back. Yeah. That was um, that guy, Ron Moss, who was on The Bold and the Beautiful, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then Madge was in, um, the, uh, you know, Madge from Neighbours. Yeah. She was in the original lineup for um, The Bangles, I think. Is that right? The Bangles? Yeah. I think we've got a clip of her here singing. 
Yeah, this is Madge, I'm pretty sure. Madge from Neighbours. Walk like an Egyptian. <laughs> oh, Harold. <laughs> yeah, there she was. Walk like an Gosh. Egyptian. Yeah. Yeah. God, I didn't know yeah. she was part of the Bengals. <laughs> yeah, she, she had a raspy sort of voice, but I, she really did, I yeah. think it had its certain charm. Yeah. So what I thought, the topic for today's show mm-hmm. is preparing for a show. Yes. From start to finish. Yeah. Which is what he's done. And yeah. apparently it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Neil Diamond. I've tribute. only seen just little snippets of yeah, it. Me too. And yeah, it does. looks great. Song and dance. So let's get straight into it. Yes. What I thought we could do is we'll get a suggestion from our professional knob twirler over here, Derek. <laughs> and hey, he, Derek. Could you suggest a, a tribute show for an artist off the top of your head? Who's the first person that comes to mind? But hang on, hang on. Don't say Simon and Garfunkel because we've had, Jeff and I have had this discussion before yeah. and somehow I always get lobbed with being Garfunkel. Of course you'd be Garfunkel. Just because you don't want to get a tight no. perm, <laughs> curly hairdo. <laughs> I look like Paul, that's all. <laughs> I fantasise about there being an Adam in the Ants choir. Okay. Ah, All right. Now the suggestion yeah. has come. Adam and the Ants. Do you remember them? Seventies <laughs> uh, band. Yeah, it's really a little bit before my time, but I do. <laughs> I, I remember my mum had a huge crush on um, <laughs> Adam Ant. <laughs> <laughs> I just try to remember one of their songs. Can you remember already? No. Uh, what, what did he, what, what did they sing? Sing us what a few bars, Derek. Ant music, oh, yes. oh, 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 ant music, oh, 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 oh. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 okay. All right, yep. so that's your challenge. You've been, somebody's come to you and said, all right, we want yeah. to do an Adamant mm. <laughs> tribute show. Oh, God. <laughs> Be bloody good costumes for it, too. Yeah. Where would you, where would you start putting that together? Well, I would take it like any, any other thing that I would basically be trying to prepare a show for. So I'd be listening. I mean, I'd have to get myself pretty familiar with the, with yeah. the songs. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so like if I if I take one song at a time, I have to really listen to it until the melody and I guess the structure of the song is really embedded in my mind, and then I and then I work on the lyrics. Oh, and as we, we know, I don't like lyrics, do I? <laughs> <laughs> so learning the lyrics for a whole show, yeah, and that yeah. is that is a bit um, intimidating. Mm-hmm. What's your tactic for? Let's just say, you know, you've got to learn the lyrics for 20 songs, which yeah. is a lot. How, mm. how are you going to commit them all to memory? Um, I think I've come to realise that the only way I can do that is obviously, you know, you, you've got the song on repeat and you're, you're singing everything. I have to really... Yeah, but are you listening intently or are you just kind of playing it while you're doing yeah, other so, stuff? Yeah, so time? I will listen to, like, let's say the verse and I'll just keep repeating the verse, the verse, the verse, the verse. Okay. And then it gets to a point once I... <laughs> Gee, which it takes that, a long time for 20 there. songs. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I, I have to write it down. I, oh, really? Yeah, I have to write. So for like me, like you got in trouble at high school. Or yeah, something. exactly. Like you know, you write out the, all the lyrics. Yeah. Does that help? It does. It helps me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I think. I don't, yeah, I don't know if I if I didn't. Yeah, I have. I have to write down the lyrics. Um, what I've discovered is mm. I have to. I've. If I like, I got a month to put it together or whatever. I have yes. to make a timeline for like. Yeah. How many hours do I think? I need to spend mm-hmm. on these songs to learn them properly. Yeah. And I'll make a deal with myself. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's 15 hours or whatever. Yeah. And but- I kind of have to trust that it comes together late, right? Yeah. Because there's still like five hours in, you're like, God, I don't know these guys. What if I get out there and I forget? But I've kind of learned from doing it a few times that yeah. it, it always comes together towards the end, right? Because uh-huh. that's when you've done it. Yeah. You put the hours in. and So there's kind of a bit of a leap of faith there that I'm trying to sort of trust a bit more. That, yeah. Oh, be about, you've still got 10 hours. Yeah. You've still got five hours. Yeah. You've still got 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I look, I actually think the time frame is really good because I think one thing you had said to me before is that if if you're not spending the time learning a, a, a song and you may be doing something else, you kind of feel guilty. So having that yeah. time, a timeline of saying I'm going to set 15 or 20 hours or whatever it is, yeah. then you don't have to feel guilty out of that yes. time because you're... Then you can play Bejewel Blitz guilt-free or whatever <laughs> yeah. you want to do with your spare time. I know you've got... A family, so you probably spend your time better than me. Um, all right, so number one, you go to bed down the lyrics and mm. learn the songs inside out. What yeah. what else is on your list of putting together a show then? Well, I know you and I, when we've done a few little shows together. Don't say little. little I know, I shouldn't say little. Some big shows yeah, together. Big. Um, yeah, we've we've uh, tried to choreograph moves. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which yeah. is, has been dangerous. <laughs> yeah, we have this conversation every time and I'm telling you, you've got to practice in front of a mirror. Yeah. And, and get a big one. I, well, Mine's like eight foot tall. I yours got from is Ikea. huge. It's, yeah. the, it's the biggest mirror I've ever seen no, in no. anybody's house. No, but I, A, you can look at your singing technique and B, yeah. you can say, oh, that looks bad or that looks kind of cool. Yeah, or yeah. You can find some moves that work. And plus, yeah. if you're mimicking somebody, yes. there are certain moves they might yeah, have. Absolutely. That gotta, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so you got to bite the bullet there. You I do think, have yeah. to. Yeah, I've got to. My my mirror is pretty big. Is it? Yeah, it's pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> Not as big as yours. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, dancing that's good. You got to have a few moves. Mm. Um, what else? What about singing style? Because different artists and our guest who's coming in a bit later today has done artists from Van Halen to Aretha, Aretha Franklin. Yeah. So she's got a lot of range. Yeah. Is there a particular person that people have told you you sound like? Tiny Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Another idea for a tribute show. <laughs> I don't think he's cancelled. No, do you know what? I've, I've had a few people that say, gosh, you sound like such and such a person, but they've, they've never... Um, Who? No, well, I had someone say, I sound like Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> similar tone. I, I don't know. I don't I don't hear it myself. But then there's been an, a number of other people they've said I've sounded like such and such a person who I hadn't actually heard of the singer. So they're maybe mm-hmm. just not as well known. But no one in particular. Okay. Yeah. But having said that, I've been involved in like I was involved in a Celtic band. I've done country songs where physically you do you change? So the how way did you change you for those? Sing. Um, well, I've always been fascinated with accents, just even just the way people talk. And as a kid, was always trying to mimic, you know, how an Italian talks or how a Scotsman talks, or whatever. And and, um, and I think that's helped even with with singing right. as well. Yeah. So what if you were you? going to do Jessie's yeah. Girl with a Celtic band, it might be like Jessie's Girl. Jessie is a friend. That was more country, that one. <laughs> um, my singing teacher, mm. Angela McLaren, who yes. we'll have to get on this show at some stage, but yeah. I thought we'd work up to it. Mm. She says that uh, your voice is kind of like a, a cabinet for a guitar, so you can tw- you could twirl some knobs and you can dial Tweak up different it, yeah. sounds. So, um, Yeah, I guess I'd try and do that if I was doing a rocky one versus yeah. a... I've done some musical theatre as well, which is <laughs> yeah. very nasal. And like, yeah. It's a hard knock for us, <laughs> that kind of... Yeah, yeah, bit of extra vibrato on, on in theatre. <laughs> a lot of vibrato, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I, so, I don't know about you, but I've found the mimicking thing comes pretty naturally to me for some yeah. reason. I'm quite good at mimicking different kind of singers. Yeah, I mean, you're still singing like you, but even though you maybe there are certain songs that have to be sung a certain way just yes. just to pull it off to make it sound good for you and also the audience. Yeah, and then there's other songs that you can really 
change it about and, and it particularly sounds like you. As a Queen fan going to see that, you yeah. know, have you ever seen their um, musical, We Will Rock You? No. I oh, really well, get to ready go. to hear yeah. We Will Rock You song. We will rock you. <laughs> I love the movements, your body movements. There's no, there's no video. <laughs> but as a Queen fan, that's hard to take. You know, like rock songs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's hard to fake it. You've got to, yeah. you've got to be able to belt and. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we've got a pretty long list here. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's time to bring in the guest or should, uh, is there anything we're I missing can't, here? I can't wait to bring. All right. I can't wait to bring it. One other thing in. though, and this is a bit of a bugbear of mine. Yeah. You've got to, if it's your show, you've yes. got to choose the repertoire, right? Yeah. And so you've got to give a bit of thought to what you want to do versus what people want to hear. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's kind of an important thing, right? Yes, definitely. And there's always one song that I suggested every gig we've done, <laughs> which is a lovely Queen song called um, <laughs> The Dreamer's Ball. Yeah. I think it's a beautiful change of pace. And you've denied me every time. I you've have, never done no, no, This is going to be a real shoegazer, Jeff. No, there's no way we're doing the Dreamers Ball, and I keep pitching it. Yeah. And one, one day, day, I will do it one, one day, day, and I bet it'll be an absolute. I know. I have denied bring that the house from down. you, haven't I? Well, you know what? <laughs> Let's just give ourselves a challenge. Next gig we do, we'll just. It's not just a challenge. Do. It's a winner. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, the rep, the repertoire is important too, and you're oh, you are yeah. quite good at picking the right songs for the right. Occasion or event. Yeah, or... for the right crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think that comes down to experience, isn't it? Like the more you do something and the more you sort of, you're taking a look at, around at a room to see who's there and what they might like. And and you sometimes test. Sometimes it's Jessie's girl. And sometimes it is Jessie's girl. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and even like April Sun, I, I know so many, you know, musicians know, don't like playing April Sun. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I, I, I actually really enjoy seeing it because it's different with a female singing it, which, I, yeah, I think that's a bit different. Um, but yeah, please, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> but the crowd love it and they have so much fun. Yeah. So, All right, well, let's bring in our guest. This is the yes. Stella Singers Podcast with Jeff Wartman and Ray Amasepiano. Hi, this is Lisa Mia reminding all the singers out there listening to the Stella Singers Podcast that if you're going to play the tambourine, you have to play it in time. Oh, and to the end of the song, not just until you get bored. Oh, this is the stitch up. Our guest today, Nina Farrow, is one of the most versatile singers yep. going around. She's done so many shows that... I'm not even going to list them all. This and she's produced eight albums as well. Yeah. But what I will say is, uh, she did a, a really good friend of mine's wedding. Uh, this is the first time I saw her a few years ago, just before mm-hmm. the pandemic hit. Uh, Roger McLaughlin and Desley, and um, it was just a joy to hear you sing that night. And I was so happy for them that I mean they're musos, but to have such a great band. Fashti was on keys. Yeah. Fashti Savelle and. Mm-hmm. I think even the drummer was doing these amazing backup vocals. So yeah. yeah. Well, I wasn't at the wedding, but. Jeff actually called me and said, I'm listening to this great girl called Nina Farrow sing at Roger's wedding and it's she's amazing. So he was very impressed. Yes, and it's so lovely to have you on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, thanks, Hi, Nina. guys. Oh, that's really sweet and thank you. And that wedding was so much fun. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And it, it's always a great thing to do a wedding like that, not only for an incredible couple but the people that are there, you know they're digging what you're doing. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it was just musicians wall to wall. Yes, it was. <laughs> Which can, can either feel a bit like yeah. nerve-wracking, but we just
just leaned into that yeah, and we had the all best on your side day. It was yeah. so much fun. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> you've done so many shows, but this is why we thought it was a great topic to get you in on because you've done so many shows even just in the last couple of years and they're <laughs> all so different. From, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> even this year, I think you've done oh, – you yeah. did Aretha, yeah. Franklin. Yep. Yeah. You did a Van Halen show at the Corner Hotel, which I think I had a gig that night, which I was spewing oh. about because it looked like an amazing show too. It was. I'll talk about that as okay. well. But yeah. and, and the Dirty Dancing show, which was – yeah. Mm. I, yeah, that was great. It's kept me on my toes. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. It keeps you on your toes. You're and a of course, busy gal. Ray yeah. and I have got our Simon and Garfunkel show on the back burner, so <laughs> we thought today, what could you talk us through? I mean, we've tried to list a few things that we think are probably key to putting together a show, like a tribute show or something like sure, that. Sure, sure. Where what have we missed, and where would you start? Where would you begin with that? Well, hearing what you'd already spoken of, you know, some of the things that you were saying, well, all of the things that you were saying were. Spot on, absolutely spot on. And then it's just the nuanced part of what the show is requiring of you on yeah. many levels. Yeah. So, yeah, the first thing I would do is who am I, what am I doing? Is yeah. Firstly, is it a show that I'm putting on? Can I choose things? How yeah. am I feeling? Yeah. You know, what's my voice doing at the moment? Um, what do I feel like I want to express? So yeah. there's that part too, mm-hmm. that, that part firstly. But let's talk about tribute acts and let's talk about when maybe someone, you know, calls me to do yeah. something like the Van Halen thing. So that's Simon Hosford's band, yeah. the guitarist. Yeah. And, you know, putting that show together, uh, when he was looking for a David Lee Roth, I put him in contact with Dave Bowers, Eugene Hamilton, mm-hmm. who then ended up doing that part. And so when we finally, when he finally got a chance to do that gig at the corner, which got cancelled 770 <laughs> times or had to get postponed. Yeah. He called me and said, would you do a couple of those numbers? And I'm like, ah, okay. I don't consider myself much of a rock singer, but I might have to change that now. Cause yeah. <laughs> Hello, baby. Hello, baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> so, uh, and I'm not trying to be anybody that I'm not. No, yeah. So having time, the time frame is the thing. So if that had of happened and I needed to do it the following week it would have it would have given me a stroke because I needed some time to sit with the material yeah. um I sang some of the stuff for Simon and he had to listen to it and said hey you know what about taking some vibrato out of your sound I'm like cool great thank you because yeah. it's not my bag I don't listen to yeah, it very yeah. much yeah. even though my brother was a maniac Van Halen fan and I yeah, actually, so was mine, actually yeah grow up with it all but um it was good to get that feedback so yeah. I had time to sit with the information, yeah. uh, assimilate that information. And, and we mentioned something just off air, but I'll say it again now, giving my brain time to convert short-term to long-term memory yeah, so that yeah. I could stand up on that stage and give the best performance I could without being too nervous because I was unsure. Yes, so one, yeah. of the, one of the best equations, and I heard it from Oprah Winfrey, and I might say it just slightly wrong, but it's preparation plus opportunity equals yeah. success. Yeah. So you can be yeah. prepared up the wazoo, but if yeah. you're missing all the opportunities, then you're – and when we say success, it's whatever that success is for you. Yeah. Or, you know, a bunch of opportunities are coming at you, you're not prepared for any of them. Yeah. So the first thing is first, I keep my – I keep the baseline of everything running all the time. So yeah. that's, you know, my vocal health, my fitness, yeah. um, anything else that I feel is really important to me, yeah. keeping myself really well tuned as a vocalist. That's yes. the main one first. Yeah. And then it's that taking on. That's a daily yeah. practice. How yeah. long, like 20 minutes or something? Or? Well, it, it all depends. So okay. first thing is sleep. Yeah, sleep, right. hydration, those two things are really important. And then after that, it's things like exercise, yeah, you know, yeah. exercise. And then it's vocal stuff yeah. after that because my bo- it's we're athletes. Well, you need to have you need to have that good vessel yeah, and, and yeah. our body is the vessel, isn't it? It definitely so you, you is. You have to have a good 
routine, good health to be able to get up on stage and do what you do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so that they're the first things, and then that takes a bit of discipline, right? Because yeah. it's pretty boring to just do your scales or what I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it takes a lot of that's that's really good discipline that you've got, or have you got into a routine where you don't think about well, it? Well, I, I guess I just don't think about it much yeah. anymore. Yeah. And you it's know? such a big part of your life. You probably it, it sing is. all the time anyway. It has been for so long that I literally do it in my sleep in the car as well. <laughs> yes, in the car, but I'm very particular about the car, and I'm also. Um, particular about that with students because oh. we don't tend to put our head and neck in the best positions. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. So you've got yeah. to be careful with that. Like yeah. singing in the car is fine, but yeah. you know, if you're practicing belt or something in the car, just be aware that you might not be positioning yourself in the best way. Yeah. yeah. You go to do a head check and you're And it's to not belt. necessarily about the breathing, it's just more yeah. about posture and you know, where your head and neck are, are positioned yeah. and and the fact that you're singing over the top of something loud. So you sometimes you're not really paying enough attention yeah. to what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and I'm also, you know, I make sure that my that any student of mine, we, we, I talk about their practice and like what do they do uh, and then adjust it because if you've got a four-hour gig coming up, don't practice for an hour. That's yeah. your you're taking um, whatever whatever volume of, of energy you've got or vocal you know, energy, yeah. you're going to be dipping out from like the day, the next day, yeah. the next day's lot, you get a specific amount and that's it. And yeah. so if you're, you're, you're borrowing from the yeah. future yeah, yeah. and that's not necessarily a great thing if you don't have enough time to wind down. Yeah. T- practicing probably 10 to 15 minutes a day, maybe sometimes twice a day, but short and sharp yeah, because okay. your brain will stop thinking about what you're doing and go back to old habits. Yes. So okay. that, yeah. Our sound yeah. guy, Derek, here is just tearing yes. his hair out because there is a torrential storm yes, started of course there just is. as you came yeah. on stage. Yep, that's right. So if you can hear that, that's what's going on. But <laughs> yes. hopefully people We've can We've got a full moon happening, us, yeah. a full blood moon eclipse in Taurus today as well if you're looking back on this one and a thunderstorm. Yeah. So. But I think we're getting back to where I interrupted you there was that you were saying you might get given an assignment. Yes. And uh, do you make a contract with yourself like I do of like, all right, this is how much time I've got, this is what's achievable. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. And then I'll be flexible depending yeah. on what I have. But um, for me, because I am a performer first yeah. and everything else is secondary, that always comes first. So I will do that work first before I do anything else. Okay. For example, with the Aretha show, now that it's up and running, um, I can I can pretty much – sit back on that one and when I know that it's coming up about a month before, I will start to work on the material again, um, look at the show, see how I can change it, alter it. Uh, most of the time I have the same band and the charts are well written yeah. but they're not too strict where we can't um, be flexible with it. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, I don't – I like to be able to give – the audience just a slightly different show each time because they yeah. keep coming back. But it's also good for you as, as a good performer. For me. Yeah, there's, a, there's that, those moments where things don't ne- you know necessarily go to plan, and no. that's where the magic happens. Exactly, it's, it's <laughs> nice, and it's the only way to know what works and yeah. what doesn't. And it's okay yeah. when things don't work, yeah, because yeah. it's a moment in time. People are too afraid of making mistakes, and I'm not yeah. making huge, huge errors on stage. No, no. It'll just go, oh, that felt that that fell flat. That song doesn't work in this situation, and so yeah. I'll take that out and I'll do something else yeah. for the next one but I don't beat myself up about it. Yeah, yeah. It's all part of the performance yeah, absolutely. of it, right? So there's that and, yeah, writing out the lyrics is something that I have to do. You've got another oh. writer here. I think you don't do it. You don't You don't write no. out the lyrics, Jeff. No, I've tried a few different things but uh, hmm. one of them I tried was like 
sort of, I'm, I think I'm into visualization or something. So okay. certain gesture might help. Like if it's mm-hmm. like, you know, we're to walking up a mountain, maybe I'll point to the roof or yeah. something. Yeah. And then when I, if I do that every time in the song, it's just going to remind me, oh yeah, that's right. This lyrics Great. are going it, up or whatever. It, yeah. Triggers yeah. and prompts are things are yeah. really, really helpful. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, yeah, if I haven't had a lot of time, yeah. then just a, a like a big piece of paper with a Sharpie yeah. and a big word, <laughs> just a prompt <laughs> word. Yeah. Especially if things are similar and they'll trip you over yeah. and then yeah. or yeah. arrangements that's yeah. generally the thing that yes. I'll forget yeah. where is there's two choruses here is it just one yeah so it's that kind of thing as well the Van Halen gig was an interesting one because I didn't sing the songs in their original key they were down a semitone okay and even the semitone really helped with the top top end yeah and Simon was kind enough to do a, a tuned down recording of the track so that I could sing along in the actual key yeah, so that those great. muscle the muscle memory was there you, with the yeah. vocalist on there or do you do what Ray both. does and, he had yeah. he had both for me oh, because cool. it's his show Jeez. and all yeah. the rest of it and that's Jesus not always the, yeah it's not always the, the yeah. case okay my Aretha show for example I don't do all of her songs in her original keys yeah. because she's an alien <laughs> <laughs> and I can't do it oh, you know and yeah. I don't want to do it it just yeah. it would hurt and I don't yeah. want that yeah. <laughs> so there are many of the songs that I've taken down, you know, yeah. a tone here and maybe a half a tone there or even sometimes two tones, depending, yeah. and I've gotten those songs tuned down to sing along with her. She sounds yeah. like Barry White tuned yeah. down two tones. <laughs> it's hilarious, but it works because yeah. then I'm not having to hear it in the wrong key, try and sing it. It's not in my range. Yeah. So that's a great little hack that if you're doing these kinds of shows, get the repertoire tuned yeah. to the key that you're going to sing them in so that you can sing them in the car. Yeah. So and that's, that's, not a, that's not admitting defeat when you no. ask for a no. – Hell no. And more singers oh, should be I doing it. Was, oh, right. Be, more singers should Actually, be the better musos you work with, the less they worry about it. Exactly. But if you mm. – <laughs> the weekend band and yeah. like, oh, I've got to play this in G or whatever hard key our, is. On it. Well, the thing is our voices are finite. Yeah. We can only go so far at one end and only go so far at the other. Yeah. But those instruments can be moving and shifting a hell of a lot easier than we can. Yeah. So that whole yeah. diva yeah, aspect. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that, that like, We'll choose the key, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So, you know, I, I, yeah. I used, it used to frighten me to ask them um, and then it, I stopped being frightened of that because as yeah. soon as you have any kind of vocal issue, you figure it out pretty qu- pretty quick, yeah. pretty damn fast that yeah. you cannot continue doing this over and over again. Three, yeah. four sets of all of those pop songs, for example, yeah. in original keys. No, 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 Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. All right, so yeah. that's a good start. Okay. Putting, we're putting together our <laughs> show here. Yeah, we are. What else is uh, – what else is on the list that we've missed here? You brought up something wonderful about practicing in front of a mirror. Oh, yeah. I've been on Ray about <laughs> this for ages. She gives me a hard time about it. It's a big mirror. I'm <laughs> such a, a big advocate for that. All right, that. why? Yeah. For two reasons. Okay. You can't – you don't notice what you're doing in your own body. Yeah. Uh, you mean like dancing-wise or – Well, anything or yeah. even technically-wise. Yeah, I Putting, sometimes get into a bad habit and I can only see it if I'm looking yeah, in, the, in my oversized mirror. True. It is There's really true, only yeah. two ways you're going to notice it. Yeah. It's either having a teacher that re- that yeah. reflects it back to you yeah. or the mirror that reflects it back to you. Yeah. Now, with the mirror, you may not know exactly what to do to sort it out, but at least you'll be aware of it and yeah. then you go find the help you need. Yeah. You know? So that for me is a big one. So right. that's the first one being technical. And then the second one with performance aspect, yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, I keep doing this thing with my head, my neck, my jaw. Um, my arms <laughs> um, or yeah I stand funnier I tend to do a specific thing a lot the point of the mirror and why we're trying to 
make our performances so slick and so good is because you don't want to fatigue the audience either yeah. by being too repetitive either maybe vocally, tonally as well yeah, yeah. Um, or what visually Visual, what yeah. they're seeing. Yes. It's, it's, it's entertainment. That's something I've actually really noticed about myself. You know when you, you get a video of a gig that you've done and somebody films something, you go, God, I, yeah. I feel like <laughs> – I just have this abundance of energy and I'm just moving all the time and it's actually just sometimes it's a bit much. Yeah. So I, I was wearing myself out just watching that video. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a vulnerable oh, thing it to is. do. And I'm I'm yeah. going to be really vulnerable now and yeah. and just talk about what happened with the Aretha show when I was first getting it off the ground. And, yeah. Um I did a bit of a run through uh, New South Wales with it yeah. and my beautiful friend Vanessa was, she's Sydney based so she came with me and she filmed every single concert yeah. and we did three I think or four. Anyway, we would watch the show from the night before the next morning yeah. and she'd make me watch it and it was cringy in some parts. It's it was great in watch, others. It? Yeah. It's hard to watch but all the greats do this. Yeah. Prince did it every single show. Yeah. That's why he was such an immaculate performer. Yeah. Okay. So good. I would watch it. And mm. and because Vanessa's in performance, she was a dancer, you know, ran a dance company with her mum and was yeah. in music theatre and can sing and she's just awesome and I value her opinion. Yeah. So yeah. find opinions from people that you actually value yeah. who are in the arena yeah. um, who know what you're doing Yeah. so that the, the feedback is kind yes. especially. Yeah, yeah? yeah. So she was able to just say, okay, so see what you're doing there, da, 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 da. Now that moment there means where I don't know what happened but you dropped the, you dropped the wall mm. and you were just – being more free yeah. and you're, you know, you were making slightly bigger gestures. Can you see how that yeah. comes across better? And I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So the next night I did more. Like yeah. I just, I got out of my comfort zone. If it felt too comfortable, I wasn't trying hard enough. Yeah. yeah. So I just did a bit more again, being okay with the fact that I might mess some things up, that I might look a bit silly, that I might make a mistake. Yeah. And so I did it again. Next morning, we have a look at it, yeah. and I'm like, and 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 this time I went to her. I could do more, can't I? And she's like, yeah, I reckon you could. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So next gig, yeah, bam, it was like happening. Yeah, and so the great. final video is just such an amazing um, that you can feel the energy coming flying yeah. off the screen. So imagine what it's like when you're there. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I can tell you, Sam, they feel a bit stupid. Yeah, and that's it's, those big gestures. Yeah, but they, they can. look good. <laughs> she was really great because I don't know, um, you won't be able to see this, but you'll understand <laughs> what I'm about to say. She's like, Neens, you've got pterodactyl arms. Yeah, <laughs> that thing where the elbows are stuck in, oh, and you just, yeah. just the T Rex arms. Yeah. Like the, she's like, elbows away from the body. Yeah, and be okay with holding that space. And then it dawned on me that one of the best concerts I ever saw for this. And again, someone who could stand really still but command the stage yeah. with her presence and her body and her actions was Katie Lang. Yeah. She was yeah. incredible at that. It was almost like she just threw this amazing veil of love and light over the crowd and then just brought yeah. her in and sat them all on her lap. But it was it was such a brilliant thing to watch and to look at and to understand yeah. and to know that you can't get there without making a bunch of mistakes yeah. and without giving well, it a go and I feeling silly. Yeah. Listen to our last podcast, yeah. Lisa Mio told a story about Katie Lang and she oh. missed a big note in a concert and threw herself on her back and threw a hissy fit yeah. kind of. Oh, but, but in a funny, in a oh, funny in a, way. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think she – but that's the point. Yeah. It's like own it. Yeah, yeah, own yeah that's it. right. I've done it. I've done it. Yeah. Cracked a note and gone, <laughs> okay, yeah. let's keep going. Yeah. Oh, do you know what my response is? 
it's live, people. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. if I make a mistake in a studio, well, guess what? I can fix that. Yeah. Um, and I train myself hard to be able to not so much not make mistakes but know how to move through the mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why you're training. Yeah. You're not training really to be a good singer. You're training to be a good um, problem solver yeah. <laughs> yeah. and quick problem yeah. solver, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Great. I don't know whether we should go on because I feel like I've got so much intel here that I need to just sit with this for a while and get my brain around it. We're going to have to have Nina back, I think, to do more. Uh, we would love to have you back. Thank you. Yeah. Can I actually just say one more thing? Oh, yeah. Please. Because please. I read a book not long ago and it changed my life when it came to relating to audiences and yeah. hopefully it might help some younger oh. singers out yeah, there or anybody yeah. actually. Yeah. He said – that the audience come to the gig to fall in love with you. Now, yeah. if we think about the fact that we buy tickets to concerts, we go see people sing, yeah. we walk in that door and the only intention we have is to have a good night. Yes. We have an intention of really loving what we hear. Now, sometimes that doesn't happen, but it's that's really rare yeah. that we go into a venue going, I bought a ticket to this and I'm going to hate it. Yeah, yeah. So we have to remember that the audience are not the enemy and they're also our employer. Yeah. So we might be working at a venue, which is kind of the middleman, but your audience has been paying your wages since the minute you started um, any kind of professional paid job That's ever. Yeah. They deserve respect yeah. and they deserve you to work hard and get on that stage and deliver the best you can do right yeah. then. Yeah. Not the best you think you might be able to do, just do the best you can right then, right that night yeah. in front of those beautiful people who've paid money to see you. They're there to fall in love with you. So make them. Yeah. Give them everything you can yeah, exactly. to in, to encourage that. Yeah. That's that's yeah. Big one. Oh, what a wealth of like information. It's yeah, Nina, you're pretty special. Aww. You're pretty you special. You guys are pretty girl. special. And I just want to say thank you for doing this podcast. What an amazing thing to do. It's yeah. a wonderful reference and resource for the oh, singers man. and just performers and anyone, really. Yeah. It's interesting. I hope so because we've had a lot of conversations just on the way to gigs and talking to another singer is great because yeah, I mean yeah. even other band people don't they don't quite get it. No. You know, there's a guy in another band I play in. It's like a sort of a 70s rock band and sometimes I, he's a keyboard player. Sometimes I go and give him a massage or try to do something funny. He's just like, why are you doing that? <laughs> I'm trying to play something here and you're just doing some sort of pantomime routine. I'm like, this is it. This is this is the goal. This is where it is. Like, yeah. Last time I did that actually, some woman in the crowd said, uh, just friends, eh, as I did the massage. And I'm like, that is a win because I've connected with the audience. Yeah, okay. absolutely. And so. anything you can do to connect with the audience. And it's not about being inauthentic. No. It's not yeah. about that. Um, you know, you can be very authentic and in your integrity and vulnerable and, yeah. you know, just be you, be you. And if you don't, if you can't think of anything to say, don't say anything. Yeah. So Nina Farrow, thanks thank, so much yeah, for coming thank in. You the so podcast. Much. What, thank what, you so much. What shows me. have you got coming up between now and the next little while? Okay, not a, not an awful lot publicly because it's now silly season. Yeah. However, okay. I've but we know you're match fit and you're ready for whatever yeah. challenge yes. comes. Well, your it way. all depends on when this get, goes to air. So uh, if it goes to air before Probably the just before si Christmas. Oh, really? Oh, well then, don't worry. <laughs> no, no, there is one. Um, I'm doing a big band, Chris. So a very big band, Christmas. Uh, awesome. Uh, Sixteen piece, I think. Big band led by the wonderful Minnie Hill. Yeah. Uh, with myself, Belinda Parsons, who's the the creator of this, uh, Femme Belling, and we do like big band Christmas stuff. We do vocal stuff together, yeah. our own songs, and our very special guest this year is Matt Hetherington. Oh, so, and that's at the Mimo Music Hall on Sunday the 18th of December between 4 and 6. If you go to Mimo, I think it's mimomusic.com dot something anyway, we'll, yeah. you'll find it if you yep. look it up. Yeah. So that's the 18th of December. 18th of December, Sunday afternoon, awesome. nice and early. We yep. all go home to our own beds. Yeah. <laughs> 
don't you just love those oh, gigs? Oh, I love those gigs <laughs> so much. <laughs> There's been times we've finished a gig and I've messaged Jeff and I'm like, I'm already at home in bed with a cup of tea. Oh, yeah. Those late Such gigs you were talking about hurt. And oh, the other do. thing that hurts is if there's a massive break between your sets. I had one on Saturday, two and a half hour break between uh, sets. Yeah. That's a hard one. We'll yeah. talk about that another day. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming onto the show. It's been an absolute, absolute <laughs> pleasure to have you here today. Thanks so much. Thanks, Nina. Hey, this is Rob Mills. You're listening to the Stellar Singers podcast with Ray and Gemma. Uh, actually, it's Jeff and Ray Emma. Sorry, uh, with Jeff and Ray Emma. You can cut that out, oh. right? Thanks, mate. Before Nina came in here, I yeah. I did think to myself, like, how does she manage to do all this stuff? But having met her now, mm-hmm. what a force of nature! Oh God, like just like she's just like this this body of knowledge on on everything to do with singing, isn't she? Yeah. But she also seems to have all this energy that she's just like, I'm ready to just jump up yeah. and do a Van Halen song anytime. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, she's she's a true star, isn't she? Yeah, and a lot of information in there. About, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of inspiring. I'm going to have to go back and have a think about all that stuff. But definitely staying match fit and ready for whatever opportunity comes along. Yeah, absolutely. And then you just grab it when it comes, I guess. Just yep. Say yes. Say yes. Jump in. All right. Well, that was the Stella Singers podcast. My co-host Garfunkel. No, I don't want to be Garfunkel. I don't want to be Garfunkel. It's Ray Emma. Ray Emma Sapiano. See you next time. (laughs) Bye.